Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Morning, Alan, and to your listeners. As I said, the last time you and I met, we were in the NCT test centre together, getting the... I was had my daughter's little car, and you were in getting your own car, and I think both of them managed to get across the line eventually. How are you keeping, anyway, George, since we last spoke? Uh, sorry? I said, how are you keeping since we last spoke? Oh, yes. yes, yes, very, very, very good, thank you. Uh, lots of work and plenty of pressure, but uh, for myself, I'm keeping very well. And I just want to tell you at the start as well that offer of shearing a sheep still stands for you as well. I will definitely... When, when are we going to do that? When will be the perfect time to do that, George? Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll look at that at the end of April, early May, in the start of the shearing season. And where will we do it? Where are you suggesting? Oh, we'll find a very suitable farm in the North Wexford area here for you. We, we have it lined up. Okay, good man. I'm up for that. Yeah, up for a challenge. And of course, you are a, a legendary sheep shearing champion, aren't you? When, when, when did you last have success in that area, George? Oh, it's a, it's a little while now. Well, I'm still shearing sheep. I'm actually shearing sheep. Gone into a shed today. Um, no, it's, it's probably about 12, 14 years ago since I had success in that field. But I'm still shearing away, which is good. And uh, yeah. meeting up with a lot of people and that type of thing is still happening. So, yeah, yeah still and, and I mean, you very much are, uh, and the reason we're going to talk about head to toe is that you believe good positive mental health, particularly when it comes to the area of farming, etc., is so vital because a lot of the time can be spent in isolation on your own doing these jobs, can't it? It certainly can. I suppose just to make people aware as well that mental well-being and mental well-being problems can happen to anybody from any walk of life at any time. But uh, in the farming community, there can be a lot of isolation, a lot of loneliness there. There's a lot of pressure there now between climate change, etc., etc. And there's an awful lot of paperwork inspections to be done. That has to be done in general, but uh, I mean, there needs to be a little bit of leeway there with people to give them a chance because I'm meeting with people on a daily basis under serious pressure and getting calls from different people all over the country, not just in Wexford, but nationwide. And uh, there is serious, serious problems out there. Well, now talk to me a little bit about the Head to Toe organisation and the importance of this meeting tomorrow. And what your organisation actually do, please, George? Our organisation was up six, seven years ago, mainly from what we've seen, from seeing too many accidents and uh, problems, particularly my own with mental well-being. Uh, the association specialises in helping people are finding support them in safety, farm safety, general safety, general health, which I want to stress, very, very important, particularly on men to get a health check done at least once a year and with men with prostate. It's so important to get these things in time. We know diabetes and all these things are rampant out there, but to get your bloods done at least once a year is so important. Yeah. And then the other big one is mental well-being. And uh, we can't solve all problems, but if we can't, we certainly try to find somebody that can talk to somebody and deal with them. And it's getting he- more hectic on a daily basis. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, there's a link there with what we, ta- we started talking about, the NCT. I think you're talking about people getting their own NCT done as well as getting their cars NCT, get ourselves NCT. It's, it's so important, and that's a vital point. Any of us to have a car, Jeep, whatever, every year we have to go and get a test done on it. If we don't, we go on the road, we, have, we pay a fine and get penalty points. But what do we ever think? There's 265 days in the year. Can we not give one hour to make an appointment with a GP? I know it's not easy to get him, and they're busy, but you'll certainly get one in, in, in a few weeks. Get your, your blood checked. It's so important, I have to stress that. And always make sure for men that you get the prostate checked and get that done. 
is so important because in fairness to the health system, I know it's in crisis and they're under terrible pressure. But if they get the, a lot of these things in time, they can still do great work. So we have to work with him as well in fairness. But you have to look after your own health. A vehicle on a farm, everything else is so important. But our own health is number one, not just for ourselves, right. but for our family, if we're lucky enough to have family as well. You've outlined some of them. Are they all the priorities that you're going to organise as an organisation to discuss tomorrow at the AGM? Or are they the main issues you'll be discussing? There, there are some of the issues. Tomorrow night, our AGM actually will take about 40, 45 minutes. We don't drag it on too long. And after the main uh, working of the AGM, which will start sharp at 7.30, we have four guest speakers in. We have Jackie from the IFA coming in to just to tell us a little bit about what she's finding in the farming world on a daily basis in counties Wicklow, Wexford, Carlow and parts of Kilkenny. And um, what the job she took up, she never thought she'd be uh, uh, dealing with farmers with problems and finding them with problems and, and hardly at the talk and looking for help when to go in from a mental well-being point of view and a lot of pressure there. We have also a representative from the Hope Centre coming to tell us a little bit about what the Hope Centre are doing, the great work that we all know they are doing in there. Then that will be followed by a lady from Carlow by the name of Rita Casson, who is coming to tell us a very, very tough, sad story. I've spoken to her with her about five years ago one night in Michel when she told us how she lost two of her sons to suicide. And that is worth coming to hear. And uh, our final speaker on the night will be Ronnie Saul, a counsellor, originally from Tipperary, but now living in Dublin, dealing with all signs of all kinds of issues in mental well-being, bereavement, etc., etc. From all ages, from very young now to quite senior age group, it's just dealing with all them type of thing. The evening will finish off with the golden voice of Burns, Stacey Breen, which I think is very important to bring a bit of lighthearted, a bit of lighthearted to it. And we know the importance of music and exercise yes. in all these things as well for well-being. And it will finish with Stacey and a cup of tea, which is one of the great bits of medication as well. Because generally when people sit down to have a cup of tea, they're going to have a chat and a talk. Yeah. But it's so important. There's no pressure on anybody. You can come sit down and listen, talk to somebody at the end if you want that. There's no pressure on anybody. But I'd like to get a good crowd there to listen to these speakers. They're well worth coming alone to listen to them. It's nice to have a few moments to talk to you because I, normally we're rushing through things. But I know you really look after mental health issues for rural dwellers and farmers. So maybe you can talk to me about the stigma and how the stigma around mental health has changed in the last number of years. Uh, are, are, have there been improvements, George? I, I'm led to believe there have been, and if so, where are the improvements in what areas? Yes, well, I, I, there is certainly improvements because, to be honest with you, I think if we just think about it, uh, 15, 20 years ago ourselves, would the two of us be talking about this on on your morning programme at South East Radio? I don't think so. For that alone is a massive step would somebody like me speak about mental health 15, 20 years ago? No, I'd be hiding and covering up and hiding at the last, which I did do for years. So I think, yes, it, it certainly has opened up. The stigma is lifting, but it's still there. That pressure is still there. And it's all right for us to talk about it. But it's not very easy for the person that has the problem to go out and talk to a member of the family, go to a GP, talk to a friend or whatever. That's a massive step for everybody. And I always emphasize to take that first step, there is a light. And the first step you'll take is the hardest step that anybody ever will take. And if you take that first step, you are on the right road. It can be a long, twisty, dark, narrow tunnel getting through it. But if you can keep going, there is a light at the end of that tunnel and that light will get brighter and brighter. You've highlighted a number of issues. You've highlighted the whole area of positive mental health, about getting a good health check, your own NCT done. You talk about the prostate, etc. But the events throughout the course of the year, what type of events do you hold as an organisation, George? 
Yes, we, we do a, a, a very varied amount of events. I, I've actually spoken at events in Donegal this year at the, the IFA Farm Family Organised um, with groups of farmers. I've been invited down to Clare many times with a guard, a sergeant down there. Our husband is also a guard, he's a little farm. We've done an awful lot of work down there in March on the farm and with individual cases. It just happens to be that way. We've done a lot of work in Cork, Kerry, Limerick. We talk to groups in schools. We do a massive one there in the big school in Templemore every year for up to 300 students. Uh, we do a, a combination on safety and mental well-being. Uh, we talk to national schools, talk to sports groups, uh, different people. I actually did a lovely one, did one in, in Newbridge last Monday night week. I did a lovely one in Ferns uh, last Tuesday night for a, a group of about 25 or 30 people there uh, in a lovely building beside the church in Ferns there, which is absolutely brilliant. And that also finished with a cup of tea, a chat and some lovely refreshments. These are the type of things that gets people out without any pressure. Any pressure. You're not being prejudged. Uh, and it's a source of information, getting people out and getting people to talk. It mightn't be that night to talk, but we give out cards and contacts. And it could be later on a week after, a part and a half or a month after, when someone may contact you. They either have a friend or maybe themselves find themselves in a dark place or under a bit of pressure. Yeah. Now, we can certainly solve all problems, but I have contacts nationwide with very, very good people that understand the situation that I can line people up as well. And a lot of people, in fairness, if we think about it, it's not everybody that needs medication. Somebody, Some people do, but a lot of people just need to be able to chat and take that pressure off because carrying that load on your own, that's what would weigh you down. And there's an old saying, it's a very true one, a constant drop will wear a hole in the stone. If you don't deal with it and sort it out, it will catch up with you and pull you down. I mean, personally myself, I tried to run away from my problem. I eventually tried to fly away from my problem, which I did, but the problem didn't stay at home. It followed me where I went. And I eventually had grown up that I had a problem and tried to deal with it. But I put in a long, long time trying to hide it and cover up. Right. And what was the inspirational moment that led you to cross the line to tackle it? Was there any uh, definitive for moment me, for you? Uh, for me, a, a very, very good uh, GP in Gorey uh, was one of the men that gave me a little bit of light. But my first thing was working in Norway, not sleeping, not eating properly. And the only thing in my head, now this doesn't happen to everybody, but I was in that situation 24-7. I couldn't stop myself thinking I wanted to end my own life. A race in mind, doing a thousand miles an hour, no control of it, couldn't control it, couldn't do anything about it. And eventually I took what I described as my first step in Norway. I was working for this couple this day and I happened to say to the farmer's wife, who was a psychiatric nurse, I said, if I knew a customer three or four miles down the road, I don't give a lot of English, could you help me? That's not what I wanted to say to our typical man. I couldn't be honest and say what I should have said. But I always knew then that I, she said, no problem, just call or ring anytime you want. And I knew in my darkest moment I could call her. And I did make up my mind that same day, if I got home, I went our way in the one piece, I would look for help. And there's nobody going to come to you with a toolbox and wrenches to fix you. The unfortunate thing with mental well-being, nobody else may see you. You might be the life and soul of a party, but you might be the most lonely person there. You have to take that step and talk to somebody and go look for that help. We will always recommend going to a GP in case there's underlying issues there. And we say, maybe talking to your wife, husband, partner, if they're lucky enough to be there, or a member of your family. That's not always easy because you're afraid they're going to put pressure on them. Sometimes it's easier to talk to a friend, maybe, and you might find weeks 
uh, trying to build up to do that. But that's still the first step. Talk to somebody. There is still always light at the end of that tunnel. And I never like using the word impossible. There is always hope there and there is always some way out. Unfortunately, it doesn't happen for everybody. But take that first step. And tomorrow night, if we prevent one accident, help one person with our general health and prevent, help one person with mental well-being problems, it will be one of the best nights of the year for the people that come there. It's the uh, Farm Centre in Escorthy. It's half past seven. To, I have to take hats off to you, George. You're, you call it and, as you see it, and I'm sure you have helped people this morning. I wish you well, my friend. See you at the NCT Centre again uh, soon. <laughs> and a big thanks to yourself and South East Radio for the great help and highlights. Not at all. Thank you. And come back to me about shearing the sheep and off we go together, we'll, we'll head off. That'll be interesting. I said that'll be a bit of fun. <laughs> Not for the sheep, mind you. But, uh, yeah, but uh, look, we'll head off, all right? We might look for your colleague, uh, Mr. Spratt, to do a bit of commentary on it as well. Yeah, we get, we get Liam to commentate on it. That sounds interesting. Good luck, George. Bye. Thanks, thanks to your listeners. That was George Graham. You heard him there. Awareness Head to Toe are hosting their AGM tomorrow, 7.30pm, in the Farm Centre in Escorthy. What an honest... Up front, guy is George, calling it as he sees it. Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran.